Hello, my lovelies, and welcome back to Bedtime Stories with Solosia Crane, and this month's dive into Scottish folklore. We are going to start with a bit about the Scottish brownie, taken from Sir Walter Scott's Minstrelsy of the Scottish Border. The Scottish Brownie formed a class of beings distinct in habit and disposition from the freakish and mischievous elves. He was meager, shaggy, and wild in his appearance. In the daytime, he lurked in remote recesses of the old houses, which he delighted to haunt. And in the night sedulously employed himself in discharging any laborious task which he thought might be acceptable to the family to whose service he had devoted himself. But the brownie does not drudge from the hopes of recompense. On the contrary, so delicate is his attachment that the offer of reward, but particularly of food, infallibly occasions his disappearance forever. It is told of a brownie who haunted a border family, now extinct, that the lady having fallen unexpectedly in labor, and the servant, who was ordered to ride to Jedburgh for the sage femme, showing no great alertness in setting out, the familiar spirit slipped on the great coat of the lingering domestic, rode to the town on the laird's best horse, and returned with the midwife en coupe. During the short space of his absence, the tweed, which they must necessarily ford, rose to a dangerous height. Brownie, who transported his charge with all rapidity, was not to be stopped by this obstacle. He plunged in with the terrified old lady and landed her in safety where her services were wanted. Having put the horse into the stable, where it was afterwards found in a woeful plight, he proceeded to the room of the servant whose duty he had discharged, and finding him just in the act of drawing on his boots, administered to him a most merciless drubbing with his own horsewhip. Such an important service excited the gratitude of the laird, who, understanding that Brownie had been heard to express a wish to have a green coat, ordered a vestment of that color to be made and left in his haunts. Brownie took away the green coat, but was never seen more. We may suppose that, tired of his domestic drudgery, he went in his new livery to join the fairies. Tim Brownie, of the farmhouse of Bodsbeek in Moffatdale, left his employment upward of a century ago on a similar account. He had exerted himself so much in the farm labor, both in and out of doors, that Bodsbeck, became the most prosperous farm in the district. He always took his meat as it pleased himself, usually in very moderate quantities, and of the most humble description. 
during a time of very hard labor, perhaps harvest, when a little better fare than ordinary might have been judged acceptable. The good man took the liberty of leaving out a mess of bread and milk, thinking it but fair that at a time when some improvement, both in quality and quantity, was made upon the fare of the human servants, the useful brownie should obtain a share in the blessing. He, however, found his error, for the result was that the brownie left the house forever, exclaiming, Ka, brownie, ka! Ah, the luck of Bodspeak away to Lythenha! The luck of Bodspeak accordingly departed with its brownie and settled in the neighboring farmhouse called Lythenhall, whither the brownie transferred his friendship and services. Bedtime Stories with Celosia Crane is proudly produced by Lantern Audio Works. Stay tuned for an audio excerpt from N.J. Sullivan's original show, Brimstone. You can listen to all of our shows on our website, www.lanternaudioworks.com. I saw him there. Standing outside the train station. I couldn't tell if he was coming or going. He checked his watch. He could be waiting for a train, or a man, or a woman. But I didn't think so. If you enjoy this podcast and would like to connect with me further, you can find me on Instagram at Crane underscore author. Link is in the show notes.